Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is senior swimmer Julian Young. We talk about embracing the challenge of Division I swimming, how his love for swimming grew, and the strategies for distance races. We also talk about triathlons and half marathons, photography, the most intimidating swimmer, and much more. Now, here's our conversation with Julian Young on another edition of Tommy Talks. Julian, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we start this podcast with the same question every single time, but it's an important question. Uh, why did you choose St. Thomas? Um, I chose St. Thomas for a couple of reasons. Um, one, because I like cities a lot, and that's something that I looked for when choosing where to go. Um, I feel like St. Thomas had the location aspect where it was small enough, um, where I knew that I could get help from professors or other faculty. Um, and I had that aspect while being inside a city with lots of stuff to do around instead of just being like in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a big factor. Uh, another factor was honestly swimming. Um, of course, it was a little. It wasn't D one at the time, so I was looking at D three schools, um, and I guess the U. But uh, it was really the U and St. Thomas that really were my top candidates. But uh, being realistic, I realized that I probably had a would would probably have a better experience at St. Thomas, at least for swimming. Sure, and then it ended up being a D one program anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's great. How did you? How did you make the transition as they're like, okay, we're going D1. What did you have to do to make yourself comfortable with being able to compete at the D1 level the way you want to? Um, for me is um, definitely just embracing the amount of speed coming in in the new classes. Um, obviously, we need to recruit a lot faster people. So the incoming freshman classes um, over the last three years have been really quick. Um, but that's just something that I just learned to embrace, and mm -hmm. uh, they make me better, and I also make them better in other ways, even if I'm not as fast as them. So um, it goes both ways. Sure. Uh, Duluth is where you're from. Uh, Duluth is a pretty good size. I mean, it's city-esque, right? Uh, were you looking for the Twin Cities in general or just any school with a city? Um, good question. I mean, Duluth is nice. It's it's definitely a smaller city. Yeah. It's definitely not the smallest city, however. Um, but it gets really small when you live there for 18 years of your life. Uh, you <laughs> start to know everyone. And my mom my mom is super social, so okay. she knows everyone's name, <laughs> which is which is great. But yeah. I was definitely looking to get out of that and go to somewhere where there's a lot a lot more opportunity. So that's kind of why I chose. The Twin Cities area, yeah. and it was it was semi close to home. I mean, yeah. it was like two and a half hours away. So. Right, right. And it, St. Thomas is kind of the perfect mix, right? It's the smaller city, so to speak, of the two city schools, a little similar to Duluth, but it's in a big city, so you have the anonymity of being in the bigger city. Yeah, kind of works out perfect. Uh, the Big Hill in Duluth, 
the big main street that comes down that you see people sliding down every year because it gets icy. How many times? What is that? What street is that? Do you uh, know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. So I actually lived on the on the on a hill. Yeah. Um, I just want to know how many times you had to like you're going down that hill thinking I'm. Not I stopping. I tell people all the time down here because sometimes I don't think they realize how bad the roads are up there. <laughs> uh, one, the roads are never plowed. Yeah. <laughs> they're never plowed and they're always in terrible condition in terms of potholes. Um, so. I would say like every other day in the winter, driving to practice in the morning for swimming in high school, I would slide from the top of the hill um, going down to my high school, probably two blocks maybe, <laughs> all the way down just on the on the break. Yeah. Um, and then sliding out like halfway through the intersection at the bottom and just like praying that there's no cars at 5 a.m. in the morning. So Every time. That's why they let the potholes... Um, grow because hopefully they get big oh, enough yeah. that he'll just hit them and stop. Yeah, that's probably why they keep them like that. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Um, all right, so how did you get into swimming? Because convincing a kid to go anywhere at 5 in the morning is not an easy thing. So I would imagine it grew before that. How did you get into it? Yeah, so uh, I was very fortunate to have parents that kind of exposed me to a lot of different sports when I was younger. Um, I wasn't really, really that good at any of the other ones, to be honest. <laughs> sure. I was terrible at soccer. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. And then <laughs> basketball, I'm just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at basketball. Can't w- shoot. Okay, you can't shoot. But why were you terrible at soccer? Just no hand-foot coordination? I don't think I was aggressive enough okay. to the ball. Sure. And nobody passed me the ball. I was one of those kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one, the one who always ends up on defense. They're like, you just go play defense. Yeah. Yeah. And you just stand there looking at the dandelions. Exactly. Yes. Um, but I, my dad swam in high school. Um, so he got me into swimming, I guess. Uh, my mom doesn't know how to swim, actually. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of funny because all my brothers swim too. So she And she would probably drown if she was in, <laughs> in deep water. Um, but my dad swam in high school and he had me join one of the teams in the local area. Um, and I mean, I, I honestly probably didn't like it at first, but, um, it was something to do and it was something routine that I could do every day. Um, and then in, uh, 2012, um, uh, my dad helped found a team in Duluth called Lake Superior Swim Club. Um, so that started in 2012 with a couple other people, uh, head coach Howie Leathers, um, kind of started with them and the the team that I was on before was a little less competitive mm-hmm. um so we wanted to create a team that kind of strived for more competitiveness and I mean they were pretty successful um that's where I've been swimming for through middle school and high school um I didn't really I would say that until about I would say 8th grade I didn't take swimming that seriously. Sure. It was more of like a sport to stay in shape, and my right. parents were making me do it. <laughs> um, and the people in it were nice, so that I guess that helped too. Yeah. But um, in eighth grade, it started kind of becoming more than just that, and I started focusing on it a lot more going into high school and swimming for high school. So, What was that change? What was it that made you say, okay, I, I was it success? Was it... Uh, just something finally clicked and you're like, I want to be great at something. Um, well, I think a lot of athletes like 
we want to improve ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just something to improve my physical physique and improve as an athlete. And I just started, it's just started clicking in that aspect. Sure. I guess. Yeah. How did you choose which stroke? What are you now? You're, um, I'm, I'm distance. Okay. And then I do a little bit of IM here and there. Um, So so you don't really have to choose one. Right? Yeah, yeah. If my swim understanding of swimming is right, like you can kind of individual medley means you can do what whatever or is there a rhythm? Uh you or can, a routine, I guess. I guess if you're really good at individual medley, you could you're supposed to be good at all strokes. I'm pretty bad at backstroke, but okay. I make it work sometimes. <laughs> um I mean again, I was really fortunate to have a good club that kind of trained me in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a reason why um I have found so much success through the individual medley. Sure. Um, I started off in high school swimming a lot of breaststroke. Um, and then towards the end of the high school, kind of moved more to distance free. Uh, and then in college, I definitely just went more the distance route um, just for a couple of reasons. Uh, I like kind of like the game and puzzle of the distance defense. I feel like there's a little more uh, there's a little more game. There's a little more leeway. How in so? The way the races swam. I I feel like sprint events, I mean, it's still, there's a lot of strategy to them, but they're a lot shorter. Right. There's less room for error, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like distance events, you can kind of, there's so many ways you can swim distance events, and that really creates a fun environment to swim in. Sure. And compete in. So, it's, I would, I'm guessing, is it uh, that you, are you don't want to come out too fast, too early, is it picking out how much you're going to pace. Are you going to lead? Are you going to lag behind and then pick it up? Is that is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I, think, I don't think there's any specific way or good way to swim it, mm-hmm. per se, or best way to swim it, but it's just sticking your strategy and learning how other people race. Okay. So as you're going, when... How does the strategy take place for you? Is it while you're in the pool? Is it on lap eight? Is it at the beginning? How do you form that strategy? Um... I guess it's like, it's every race, really. Mm-hmm. I definitely start out a little slower than most people and try to finish hard. Mm-hmm. Um, some other people on the team, um, like especially Alex Foti, shout out Alex Foti, he goes out very fast. And he he finishes fast, too, but he go, he definitely goes out way faster than I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's okay, right? Everybody, that's the great thing about distance. Uh, what is, how many laps? Uh, well, 500, so that's like, considered the low end of distance uh-huh uh that would be 20 laps or 20 20 lengths 10 laps okay uh and then there's the a thousand so that's just double that um so 20 laps and then the mile which is 1650 yards so that's 60 66 lengths so oh 33 gosh. laps that's a that's a lot yeah. how how do you what do you think about while that's all going on Honestly, for a good half of it, I try not to think about anything. Sure. Uh, it, it's kind of uh, counterintuitive, but uh, I found that if I start thinking too much about what I'm doing, it yeah. start hitting a wall I bet. way sooner, yeah. and it's more of a mental thing. So you I just kind of zone out, or is there something like, do you have a music in your head? What are you doing? I try to zone out a little bit. Other yeah. people will say different things, but okay. that's what I try to do. Just a rhythm and go. Rhythm and go, yeah. Okay. So th- you ran a triathlon, or you did a triathlon this summer. How much does how much shorter was the swimming portion in the triathlon than what you normally do? Or is it about the same? I know very little about triathlons. 
from what I remember, I think it was half. So I think it was eight around eight hundred yards, okay. give or take. It was I mean it was a lake swim, so open water. It's a little different. Right. Uh, you, you do have to swim differently in triathlons, especially yeah. in open water. You have to do something called spotting. Which, which is I hate. <laughs> well, what is it? it? You basically just look forward like every other couple strokes. Okay. To make sure you're going straight in the right direction. Oh, right, because there's no lane markers. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's different waves, right? And you're swimming like, I mean, it's a whole different experience. Yeah, the waves just toss you around. Yeah. But it's kind of fun. Oh, is it harder? I would say it's definitely harder. Okay. What was your best part? What was your favorite part of doing the triathlon? Uh, getting to the end. <laughs> That's a fair answer. Then why did you run a triathlon? Why did you decide to do it? Um, I think it might be just the competitiveness with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it with uh, one of my friends, Caroline Peterson. So we did it together, and she just smoked me on the run. <laughs> like I said, it was after uh, the half marathon, so my legs were just yeah. burnt. But she smoked me on the run, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just glad we did it. It was just fun to, it's fun to like just compete and not have to, I don't know, just compete not through swimming on, on right. a different kind of level. Yeah. Those events are fun. I, I run, um, I've done a half marathon and you told me before we did this podcast, people need to know that you did a half marathon without really training for it. Yeah, prior <laughs> Which the week the week prior I ran with one of my friends. The we, week prior. <laughs> we ran for I think it was six miles total. Yeah. Total. So that's 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 all I did before running the half. Which yeah. I, I finished the half. My I was basically bedridden for the next like four days. It's no joke, man. <laughs> that's no joke. Thirteen miles is a long, long way. Yes, it was a very long way. And so you did it as part of grandma's marathon, right? Yep. Uh, Grandma's Marathon, uh, Gary Bajorkland's half. Yeah. yeah. That's a scenic run. Yeah, yeah. How long did you, do you know what your time was? Not that it's important, I'm just curious. Um, and how much did you walk? Like, these are things I want to know. I want to say it was like, what's an average mile time? Depends or, on who you are, really. Did you do a 10-minute mile, 9-minute mile? I, was th- I think I was running 8.16s. For my miles. That's I think, really fast. I think it was like an hour and, wait, I think it was an hour and 51 or something, like hour and 52. <laughs> did, or, ha- or is it two hours and 52? I don't know. Well, two hours and 52 would be like a, a 12-minute mile. Way. Okay, no, it yeah. must be 152, I think. So you did a half marathon at 152 without really training for it. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many people who run frequently who are angry at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> My parents ran it with me, so... Okay, so they like, were just your go. pacing? Yeah. Uh, oh, were you, and you left them behind? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Julian. Man, I just need a second to just really soak that in because I trained for a half marathon, and not that we need to compare, but I'm going to. I trained for a half marathon, and I was disappointed because I did it in two hours and like three minutes. And you ran faster than that without <laughs> without training. So there you go. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you decided to do a triathlon a week later. Yeah, not not the brightest choice, but it was still a good time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And you always have those memories. So would you run a half marathon again? Uh, maybe. I don't know if I'm going to run it this year, but yeah. maybe in the future, yeah. How much do you think 
swimming helped? Because, I mean, you have to be a pretty um, phenomenally in-shape athlete, cardiovascularly-wise, to be a swimmer. Yeah, I would say definitely going down the endurance route, it definitely helps. Um, Of course, swimming doesn't translate to running, and running definitely does not translate to swimming, but Mm -hmm. I think definitely in the endurance and kind of the distance areas of the race, I think definitely helped me. How long does, um, what's your best time for the mile? Um, it's really not too good, but it's 17.00. Okay. So I haven't, I haven't broke 17 yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah, you'll get there. I believe in you. So would you rather run a mile or swim a mile? Um, honestly, I don't have any expectations for a mile run, so maybe a mile run. Okay. <laughs> Just and however, like if yeah. you did a mile run at eight sixteen, that would still be really good. Yeah, I mean yeah. it would. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I would swim it. If I swim it easy, it would be easy. Okay. I don't yeah. Know. Right. That makes sense. Uh, so, any other sports in your life right now, or is it just all kind of swimming? And or what do you what do you like to do for fun, sports wise? Uh, that's really all I do. Um, Golf recreationally, I'm not a good golfer though, but yeah. I do it with my roommates and it's fun. Yeah. Um, in the summer, so we live kind of close to a golf course in Duluth, so my dad golfs a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'd sometimes go out with him, but yeah, I, I would not say I'm a good golfer, but golf here and there. Yeah, and by that you mean you never practice and you go out and you shoot like an 82. No, definitely not an 82. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you do like to do photography for fun. How did you get into that? Um, yeah, about two years ago. Got into like hobbyist photography, just shooting stuff I like, and then uh, school year came by. Sh- started shooting a little more swimming, uh, just when I wasn't in the pool competing, um, just shooting my teammates. And then this year I started interning for the athletics department in communications, and I've had the opportunity to shoot a bunch of other sports, mm-hmm. volleyball, soccer. So it's been really fun. As you grow, I mean, that's got to be the most fun, right? Figuring out, like, do you go back and look at your early photographs and go, oh, man. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. Even the ones I took, like, last week, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I think that's, like, the critique in me. Sure. And the growth, right? Like, it, when you start something from a brand new spot, uh, what's your favorite aspect of photography? Is it capturing a moment? Is it, I mean, nowadays you can crop things as you go. What's your favorite part? Definitely just capturing a moment. I think that's the most important thing for me. Uh, I mean, posed photos are cool, um, mm-hmm. but capturing moments I feel like are more authentic and tell more of a story a lot of the time, even if they're not like the craziest photo ever and all these technical things that I think photographers get into. Like, oh, like, well, the framing isn't good, blah, blah, blah. Not, but I feel like as long as you have that photo in that moment, I think that's what matters more than anything else. Yeah, the authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I That, to me, uh, that's one of my biggest issues with so- social media is there's very rarely any authenticity there. And I, I love that you're trying to capture that with the camera. Do you have a favorite sport to shoot? Swimming. Swimming. I like shooting. Stay swimming. true to the pool. I have to. <laughs> so when you're coming, do your teammates, or do they know, like, oh, here comes Julian with the camera. Here we go. Uh, Not really. I mean, I usually just carry it in my swim bag. Okay. So. Um, who's the most photogenic swimmer 
Ooh, that's a good question. And it might not necessarily be like posing wise, but just every time you seem to get a picture of them, you're like, dang. Honestly, Grace Urquiel looks really scary in every one of her photos. Like yeah. scary as in a good way. Like if you, if you don't, if you want to, there's one person I say that you wouldn't want to get in a fight with behind the blocks before mm -hmm. they start the race, and that's Grace Urquiel. She's intimidating. Is it the tattoos? That's, I don't know. She just scowls at you. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she didn't scowl at me when we had her on the podcast, so I don't oh, know. Oh, she's a great person. Yeah, she's yeah. really nice. She's really funny, too. Yeah. but just but She's she, scary behind the blocks. Yeah, when she's game face on. Yeah, so is, so is uh, Ashley Plattenberg, too. Yeah. She's scary, too. <laughs> so those two are scary, but yeah. in a good way. In, di in different ways. Yeah. Ash Ashley's super short, and so am I, so we make fun <laughs> of each other a lot. But uh, she is scary behind the block. She does not look short behind the block. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite Tommy sport besides swimming that you like to attend? Favorite Tommy sport? I mean, before this year, I had never, I had never really watched a volleyball game. But mm -hmm. volleyball games are fun. Um, I'd say basketball is pretty fun to watch too. Yeah. Just because there's always something going on in basketball games. Yeah. There's always something to cheer for. I'm a big football fan too. Yeah. In terms of, I guess NFL, but I like watching football so. Yeah, volleyball is a lot of fun to me. I would imagine it's a fun sport to shoot as well because it, when you're on the court, if you get down and you, they're rising up to hit the ball, I mean, those are some pretty epic shots. Mm -hmm. There's some great athletes on that volleyball team too. Uh, favorite place on campus? Favorite place on campus. I got to think about this one. Like favorite place to study or like just favorite place in general? Uh, let's do both. Um... Because both are equally important. I feel like the pool is definitely a safe space for me. Mm -hmm. um, I lifeguard there a lot and then swim there a lot and train in there a lot. So, like, I guess the whole athletic facility is pretty comfor comfortable, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, but I do like studying up in the loft a lot mm -hmm. um, over in Anderson. Um, that's one of my favorite spots to study, I'd say. Yeah, that seems like a good spot to get up and get away from people yeah. and easier to focus. Yeah, I'm not a big library guy. No? Uh, to be honest, no. Uh, I don't know. i just never been that kind of guy. I don't know. <laughs> Is it the books? Is it the amount of books just staring at you, judging yeah, you? Yeah, I think it's that. <laughs> just knowing that I'm in the library. <laughs> like, here comes Julian. He's not going to read us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you a reader at all? Mm. Not as much as I probably should be. I definitely was a huge reader back in uh, like middle school. Okay, what were you reading? Early high school, uh, just like fiction books, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I kind of wish I w was reading more nowadays, but I don't know. Now I, I feel like I just read literature and stuff for school. Right. Well, school does take up a bigger chunk of time, and it's hard to read for fun when you have to read a lot for work or for school. But what were you reading? Like, who, did you have a favorite author when you were in middle school and high school? Or was it just whatever? It's definitely a big Percy Jackson guy. Yeah. So Rick Riordan, um, definitely Percy Jackson, the Olympians. Okay. Uh, did you, how many are there in that series? Is there six, five, or six? Two. Um, I think there's five books in the main series, and then another five in the second series, and then another five. Oh. And there's okay. a couple spinoffs too. Oh wow. And yeah. did you make through the, make it through the whole collection? Yeah, I think I did. Good and for you. The couple spinoffs books, the yeah. series too. How did you like? Did they do just the one movie, or how many movies did they do? 
And did you see it? And did you like it? I think they did three movies. They did three. I think. I don't think they were very good. Yeah. I I know. I remember the first one. The first one was not that good. Just wasn't as true to the book or just didn't capture it well? Yeah, it just didn't capture well and they didn't follow the books at all. But they're making a TV show. It's coming out soon. I don't know when it's coming out, but... Okay. We might see you watching it. So hopefully it's better. I'm hoping. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Uh, Do you have a favorite professor? Well, well, let's say this. You're a biology major, right? Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with biology? Um, As of now, uh, I'm going to take a few gaps um, or or at least one gap year uh, following undergrad. I have to study for the MCAT because mm-hmm. um, I plan to go to med school or apply to a med school, and I, I haven't studied for the MCAT yet. Undergrad, so I need more time, basically. Sure. Uh, I mean, with swimming and stuff, it's I, yeah. I don't have the time to It's too bad you down can't study and, during the mile, right? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, but I'm I'm kind of the type of person that will probably, I'll probably need to, like, hunker down for, like, six months and just yeah. study. Yeah. You are um, going to train for the MCAT. Yes, I I will yeah. be. Unlike long, long distance training. Yeah, unlike the the half marathon, which I still it just blows me away. Uh, <laughs> so, do you have a favorite professor? Um, I love all the biology professors. Um, they all have been super nice. Um, I mean, Jen Elling is awesome. Uh, Brick Vetter is awesome. I have her right now. She's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm doing uh, research in the spring with. Uh, Professor Heimovic, so I'm really excited for that. Cool. What's, what kind of research? Um, still got to kind of specify a topic and get it kind of cracked down, but I'm thinking of doing something in terms, in like the areas of dermatology. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll kind of see. I, I, have some, I still have some time. I have all through January to figure it out, so yeah. still kind of trying to refine it a little bit. What drew you to the medical field? Why do you want to be a doctor? For me, just I I wanted I want to be in a business that I can kind of help people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I like human interaction, so if I could do something in the medical field that has more human interaction, that would be cool. Um, it's not ne- needed, but I'd like it, um, and I just like the sciences overall. Yeah. Okay, so uh, along those same lines, and I w- I wonder if it, this will be a similar answer, but when you graduate, this is your senior year, right? Um, when you do graduate, what do you want your legacy to be here at St. Thomas? Um, I just want my legacy to be not just my swimming career, but I want people to remember me for who I was and the values that I brought to them and the good memories that they have with me. Um, That's like the biggest thing. Um, uh, I, I guess... Yes, like I would love to, people to remember me for my swimming achievements, but I think there's a little more to that in terms of my teammates. I think that um, over the four years, we've really been strong in kind of like the, the team bonding culture department and the family environment. And I think that itself will carry a lot longer than uh, the swimming part sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of relationships and legacy. Yep. Yep. That's one thing I hear so much from the swimming is that it is is a family. It's outstanding. Julian, it was great to meet you. Uh, Best of luck for the rest of these uh, final few months and through your career and beyond. Thank you. Thank you.